and welcome to episode number 089 of the Food as Medicine show with Dr. Ann, the place to be for real talk with real people and real results so you can heal yourself naturally. I'm your host, Dr. Ann, and I'm a board-certified pharmacist and functional medicine practitioner who finds and fixes the root cause of chronic conditions, specializing in gut health and travel health. So if you need help with your nutrition, your food sensitivities, and healing your gut, you can book an appointment with me at drann.com slash work, W-O-R-K, and Ann is spelled A-N-H as in healthy. Hello there, and uh, I hope you had a great weekend. Thank you so much to Anna Lim, who answered my call for help and gave me some great suggestions for people to contact um, and have as guests on the show. Now, if there's any other listeners out there who have suggestions for people you want to learn from or any topics that you're interested in, please feel free to send me an email through the contact form on my website at drann.com or send a message on my Facebook page, Food as Medicine with Dr. Ann. Now, this weekend, I attended the first of a two-weekend course with The Art of Living, and one of the tasks that we had was for each participant to buy an ingredient to make a salad without letting any of the other participants know what you brought. And the next day, we had 15 minutes total to prepare this salad. It was amazing to see the end result of this and how four beautiful and delicious vegan dishes were created in such a short amount of time with minimal communication amongst the participants. And really the synergy and uh, what happened as a result of this activity was beautiful to watch that, you know, things can get done so effortlessly uh, without much communication um, and things just come together when, when they need to come together. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons that I learned also through this weekend's course was to be avail- available to help people and serve people when you're needed and not necessarily when it's convenient for you. Um, and this really made me reflect on the times that my mom or my brother would ask me for help to do something and I would put off doing it until it was convenient for me, until I had time to do it. And through this experience, through this course, I'm realizing that what it truly means to be of service. And it's been quite humbling to say the least, uh, to know uh, that I have a lot to grow in this area, much more than I thought. So if you ever have an opportunity to attend an Art of Living course, I highly recommend it because not only will you learn some great meditation techniques, you're also going to do uh, activities and have some big aha moments and life lessons that you can apply throughout your life. Now, before we get to the episode, I want to let you know that the opinions expressed on this show may not represent my opinions, and the show is for general information only, not a substitute for medical care. So prior to beginning any new health program, I recommend that you consult with a qualified health professional. In today's episode, I chat with Dr. Stephen Lewis. Uh, Dr. Stephen and his wife, Janet, have a long history of helping people achieve their optimal health by utilizing extensive but low-cost lab work. Dr. Stephen Lewis uh, stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimal health. And Janet Lewis is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective on alternative and complementary nutrition. This is because she has studied with numerous national leading alternative health experts. And they both have traveled to China to study with traditional Chinese medical doctors and know the importance of proper nutrition in healing and maintaining the human body. 
Now, in today's show with Dr. Stephen Lewis, we talk about why eating organic simply isn't enough anymore, why it's important to detoxify every day and how to do this, the top five supplements that everyone should be taking, what is one of the most important keys to healing, and what is the book he recommends for learning more, one of his favorite plants to keep in the home to help with environmental toxins, how long does it take to truly heal, which hormone was key to his wife's weight loss, and so much more. All right, let's go chat with Dr. Steven. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Food as Medicine show with Dr. Ann, the place to be for real talk with real people and real results so you can heal yourself naturally. And today I have a special guest. His name is Dr. Stephen Lewis, and he is based in Texas. Um, he's been a chiropractor for a long time, and he's been doing functional medicine for over 10 years. And um, I'm really excited to have him on the show because um, he has lots of experience in, in helping people heal themselves. And I wanted him to specific, specifically talk about um, people who are already eating well. Because, you know, if you've listened to the show, you've probably made some changes, and you're, you're probably eating organic, and, doing, and you feel like you're doing well. Well, but you're not don't feel like you're actually getting better and dr steven lewis has some experience in that so i wanted him to um to touch on that piece so i'm really excited to welcome dr lewis to the show thank you it's a pleasure yeah i know we were talking about um briefly how you got into this um, and then how you changed um, your focus to functional medicine maybe give us a brief overview of um of, of what you do today in your clinic and um, and why your focus has changed over time? Well, you know, as a chiropractor, I was always very interested in nutrition. Uh, I thought that was a good part of health, a, a very important part. Uh, but Janet had a hysterectomy, and we, we made the best decision that we could at that time, and that kind of threw topsy-turvy into, you know, hormonal you know, forced menopause, so to speak. Mm. And uh, she did all the medicine and just didn't really get good results with that. And so although we were already into the functional medicine, we got much deeper into it and always going to be And, you know, over time, we learned more and more out of desperation, I guess, anything else that, you know, that kind of drove us. Uh, after a while, we did enough nutrition that the joy came back in Janet's eyes. Mm. Her uh, energy came back, and she was loving life again. And, and she's naturally a very healthy eater yep. uh, compared to me. But <laughs> um, and, and it kind of saved her because, you know, when your hormones get imbalanced, whether it's through a hysterectomy or through environmental toxins, uh, some people, maybe all people, have a, a mental and spiritual aspect that goes with it. They kind of lose their hope and lose their joy of living. And to us, that was a pretty important part to, to get her joy back. And um, people give me the accolades all the time because I treat people all over America and even some foreign countries, but I'm very careful to let them know that Janet's really the more important part. Mm. Uh, behind every successful man is a very tired, brilliant woman. <laughs> so um, you you said that Janet's nutritional changes helped bring back some of the energy and the joy. Um, what other changes um, really helped her blossom? 
besides the nutritional piece? Well, you know, we, we did natural progesterone, which helped. We did maca, which will help uh, testosterone. And, and many women don't realize that they need uh, levels of testosterone for, for health. And that's one of the complaints. Uh, women say, well, it's harder to lose weight. And, well, you have to check your testosterone levels also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we take so many different supplements, even though we eat as organic as possible. Um, it's just real important. And we, we do take a lot of supplements. You know, we take brain, supplements for brain health, for heart health, for circulation. Uh, we take digestive enzymes. We take probiotics. Uh, we take a lot of things for gut health. And then we take things for uh, cleansing or detoxifying. But, you know, that's kind of uh, misconstrued. Mm. Uh, need to take enough extra nutrients that your body has detoxify every day it's not just a three or six week process Mm. you were talking about uh janet blossom with nutrition and then we were talking earlier prior to the recording uh the the organic isn't necessarily enough and you um you take supplements and other things in addition so why is it that organic and eating well isn't enough to heal properly nowadays well because it's grown minerally deficient soil, and we have so many environmental toxins that some of the research would say that even organic food can vary from one part per million to 16,000 parts per million, uh, whether it's molybdenum or manganese or, or many of the other nutrients. So uh, our soils have been pretty much decimated and there is a resurgence of people that are trying to go back to smaller farms and more organic farms and they're rebuilding the soil so you know there is hope on the horizon but I treat many many people that uh, raise their own food mm-hmm. they're going to organic and, and you know, the permaculture and sustainable farming and one of the best examples is there's this young farmer that organic farmer that called me and said you know i've been taking your supplements because i felt so good and so energetic that i got first runner up best organic farm within a year of moving to the new place Hmm. and he said but i quit taking your supplements three months ago and i feel terrible he says why because i i eat organic why do i feel terrible and I said, did you read the book I told you to read two years ago? <laughs> and so I sent him the book. And uh, he's got a little brother to me. But uh, I said, don't call me until you've read the book like I told you to two years ago. <laughs> uh, so he called me about three weeks later. And he says, oh, my God, I didn't know the toxins were prevalent. He said, even our polar bears have osteoporosis our polar bears have thyroid problems. We're absorbing DDT where they're spraying it in Africa, trying to eliminate malaria, but it's coming through the jet stream and we're still getting the DDT uh, in America. I said, okay, you got my point of why you need the extra nutrients so your body can detoxify. Mm. uh, That kind of made my point. You know, it's just now getting to be 
popular for people to talk about it. You can see it on TV now. Good Morning America, that you know certain phthalates uh, or uh, and even genetically modified foods are, are gender bending chemicals mm. that we're exposed to. So, and, and that's part of the obesity problem and the prevalence toward uh, diabetes and syndrome X. So, you know, you up level your body's still a very brilliant and very capable being it just needs something to work with yeah and um it's interesting we just had an organic gardener on the podcast and um i wanted to get your opinion on you know people are turning to small uh you know small scale organic farming or having their own organic gardens do you think we'll ever get to a point where we can remediate the soil and and get the nutrients back and not need supplements or do you think we'll always still um need the supplements in addition to the organic foods i think we can rebuild the soil i think we can improve the uh, nutrient quality and quantity in the food. Yes, I think so. Uh, I've been doing that all my life, wherever I go, uh, to rebuild the soil. Uh, do I think we'll ever get to where we don't need supplementation? No, I don't think so. But people that eat healthier do need fewer supplements than people that don't eat healthier. So I, I think our food is very important and critical. Uh, way toward health. I just don't think it's completely uh, everything that you would need. Mm. I wanted to circle back to something you said that was really interesting earlier about um, detoxifying every day. You know, there's a lot of people who say, oh, every six months you should, um, you know, like you do an oil change, maintain your body and detoxify. But you're kind of the first guest who says, well, that's something we should focus on on a daily basis. Can you elaborate and, uh, on that piece and then share how you um, have people do that in, in practice? Well, sure. Uh I think because we're exposed to so many environmental toxins, uh, it's very important to do this on a daily basis. And I think vitamin D is uh, kind of really overlooked, even though it's gotten a lot of press. Um, mm-hmm. You can't get enough vitamin D out of the sun. We're so full of toxins that we don't convert sunlight to vitamin D as effectively as we did back in the 1970s, for example. Yeah, I come from the 70s, so, uh, you know, back when I was in high school, so so I refer back to that. Um, You know, there's research that says they're picking oranges straight off the tree that have zero vitamin C in it. Now, that doesn't mean that all oranges are devoid of vitamin C, but uh, there's so much research that says you may have gone down 40% in nutrient level from 1970-something to now. It's very measurable within one or two decades. So as far as detoxification, vitamin D, uh, there's different research that says America is about 40 to 94% deficient in magnesium. Mm. You cannot be about magnesium. Um, we do a lot of N-acetylcysteine, which is uh, the precursor glutathione uh, that helps energy level, helps the liver detoxify. Uh, you know, another thing, about 50% of us have something called a 5-MTHFR, you know, mm-hmm. the, the 
folic acid genetic SNP. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so even eating good food, you still need that. Uh, it's, it's called 5-methyltetrahydrofolate, which is the specific form that you have to have if you have one or more of those genetic SNPs. That's very important in methylation. And, and, you know, you as a doctor of pharmacy, Mm -hmm. you understand there's different detoxification pathways. Uh, Some people would say cancer, there's always a lack of methylation. That that would be folic acid and B12 and B6. But then there's things like sulfation, glutathione is so important in in grabbing these toxins uh, glucuronidation, the P450 pathway, it just goes on and on. So you just have to have the building blocks. Throw it in, your body will take it, run with it, get healthy. I really feel about half my age, but it takes a certain amount of nutrition to pull that off. Yeah, because you you need the enzymes and you need the the micronutrients to help make all of these um, processes work. Right. Yeah. So then... um, as far as, for example, the N-acetylcysteine or the people who have the MTHFR SNP, do you have them um, take these uh, these supplements on a regular basis so that they're detoxifying um, daily, or is it only um, uh, during a period of time when you're acutely treating them uh, through through whatever they're struggling with? Well, I, I think there's some basic things that everybody needs to take, and most people in nutrition will agree on five things. Uh, good multivitamin. Mm-hmm. There's so many multivitamins out there that are not, not the right form. Uh, you have to have digestive enzymes. Uh, you have to have probiotics. You know, throw in some prebiotics with that. Uh, a good fish oil for the omega-3s, anti-inflammatory, and rebuild the uh, uh, And then they say fiber. You, you said five, yeah. Yeah, I you know, the fiber's important, but I think vitamin D is actually more important. If you're eating healthy, which would mean a lot of fruits and vegetables, then I don't think fiber is important. Yeah, Dr. Stephen, I definitely agree. And many of our guests have the general consensus. Those are the five um, kind of building blocks and foundational supplements that most people should be on um, and uh, just to, to support their health. So as far as... Um, like the N-acetylcysteine, it seems like then it just depends on the person and what they're going through acutely or um, personally, um, whether it would be appropriate for them be, to be taking those supplements to detoxify um, on a regular basis. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing more and more people with autoimmune problems where their immune system just can't keep up and, you know, that gets into the leaky gut. And there's some really cutting uh, immunoglobulins and, and things that will actually take the uh, wide junctions and tighten the junctions to take care of leaky gut. So, you know, they're getting uh, some really good immunoglobulins from and from bovine sources. So we're seeing immune system problems that are getting better and better. You know, you know the Hashimoto's, the Sacrins, the lupus, rheumatoid, things like that. Mm, that's interesting. That's an individual thing. You can see that uh, some somewhat on lab, and usually they come in; they've already been diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. As far as um, 
the I really want to focus on environmental toxins because I feel like um, that's something that many of our guests have not really touched upon. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, we live in a toxic world. Uh, studies have shown that babies are born with uh, hundreds of toxins already in their bloodstream. So what do we do on a daily basis? Um, you know, do we have plants in the home to help detoxify? Do we have air purifiers? What are some of the things that you uh, suggest for people to help reduce their exposure to environmental toxins well you know besides extra nutrients to detox i think the plants in the homes are a really good idea and most people don't realize you get fire retardants every night when you sleep out of your mattress and your mm -hmm. pillow mm -hmm. uh, filters uh air filters are good but i think the homes are actually worse than outside and mm -hmm. uh, i have a reverse osmosis filter in the, in the home and you know, I, I think that's very important. We drink out of stainless steel and glass, more so than plastic. We try to avoid as much plastic as possible. Uh, for example, styrofoam cups, they're terrible to drink out of. It's almost impossible for your body to detoxify the styrene. Um, so, you know, we're big, big in clean water. Uh, we do have quite a few plants in our home for, for that reason, too. Yeah. Oxygen, yes. What are your favorite ones? Uh, put me on the spot here. Uh, we have a lot of aloe vera. Mm -hmm. There's some that I probably don't know the names of. You know, the ivies, the things that will uh, grow in a low-light environment. There's, we have several others. I don't know. I use a lot of aloe vera. Yeah, um, I'm in Vietnam right now, and people, it's very common that they use aloe vera in their, their drinks, too. So it's nice. It's like people will have it in their home, then they'll go pluck a leaf, they'll, you know, cut it off. And, and it's just amazing to see some um, kind of traditional preparations of things that we've kind of lost in the, in the West. I, well, I think it's great to see the different kind of cultures. And, and that's one thing Janet and I like to do is we go learn from different cultures. And we were very blessed to have gone on and you know part of that was just being the tourist but part of it we really did study over there so we we learned a lot from the chinese traditional medical doctors so mm -hmm. uh, i think uh, traditional chinese medicine or oriental medicines are really good thing to do mm -hmm. as far as the reverse osmosis do you um use uh minerals to put back into the water um and if so and also which reverse osmosis filter do you recommend now, I don't even know the brand name. Uh, we, we call this guy that's much older than me, and he crawls around under there like he's 20 years old. It's, it's just amazing to see that. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't put, we don't use that in the filters for the minerals. You know, a lot of talk about alkali, alkalizing water. Uh, well, I tell people you can just sprinkle in a little calcium, magnesium, and potassium, and you know, your water goes alkaline. Um, for example, say in West Texas where the water goes through the ground and gets into the aquifer and it's going through limestone, so it picks up calcium. <laughs> and over a period of 30 to 50 years, the people in West Texas have stronger bones than people that don't have that. But yeah, I think it's more important to uh, let the, the plants do the job to change the form of the calcium to something that's... Uh, easier to assimilate for the human. And I'm sure you, you had a lot more 
chemist did, but uh, calcium carbonate is not that easy for a person to digest, especially if you don't have good hydrochloric acid. So, yeah, I, I'm a big proponent of you take minerals every day because mm-hmm. that's what your body makes the most from. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as some of your clients that you see, um, you, you know, you have a lot of experience with people with thyroid disease um, and, and then you run some lab tests. Um, you know, what are the things that you find when people come to you that um, their doctor traditionally hasn't, hasn't done for them in terms of testing? Well, I love our medical profession. I, I really admire them. They've saved me a couple of couple of times they've done a very good job. So, you know. uh, the thing I see the most is you have to understand that the reference interval on a lab test does not represent healthy. That represents what's common. Uh, so they're getting those reference intervals off of people that are sicker and sicker. And I've been around long enough. In the last 10 years, I've seen the references change. Mm what it used to be versus what it is now. And it's just because they're getting that from a sicker population. Um, I see a lot of uh, people that don't have enough digestive enzymes. They'll say, well, I have too much acid. I have acid reflux. Most of the time it's too little acid. The Mm -hmm. the symptoms are the same. And it's because of the genetically modified uh, foods and, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy about whether wheat is genetically modified, but wheat is actually one of the most toxic things you can put in your body. So mm-hmm. we can make a pre-judgment about how low the chloride is. If it's low, you can't make hydrochloric acid. Uh, you can go by the globulin. It needs to be in a pretty narrow range, and that would detect or, or, or point to gastrointestinal inflammation. And your protein, most people have low protein, so they don't digest the protein. And you have to understand most of the pathogens like a yeast, a fungus, or a virus are the protein sheaths. So if you have low hydrochloric acid, you're not going to sterilize the contents of your stomach. And so if you don't kill that, then it'll go further down in your small intestine to set up shop. And, you know, we, we have a lot of talk now about intestinal dysbiosis or, or yeast problem. And part of it's because we feed it, but part of, you know, the sugar and the simple carbohydrates, but part of it's just because we don't digest and kill it. So uh, it's, it's mostly an immune system problem. And, and the GI tract is the source of getting anything well. You know, this stress and anxiety and depression and anger that you see that's so prevalent because we have unhealthy GI tract. So I, I always start with the gut and to uh, decrease inflammation. Mm. I was telling you earlier that, you know, I've, I've done a lot of consults with people with uh, thyroid disease. And yeah, it's like, uh, there's a couple things that we address first. And um, usually a good place to start is the guts. Um, and, you know, I myself didn't know that I was also gluten sensitive until I did um, a, an elimination diet, um, probably about four or five years ago now. And um, that was the first time I was you know, kind of introduced to um, different food sensitivities that I wasn't aware of. Um, so as far as the gut piece, um, you know, where do you begin with people? Um, do you, you know, have them start with the nutrition? Do you, um, you know, add supplements to heal their leaky gut? You know, how do you, how do you unravel the gut piece? 
Uh, I think to put it simply, you start with good digestive enzymes and find out what works best for that particular patient. Massive amounts of probiotics. Now, Janet and I are going to have a meeting here very quickly with several different ones. If we can get good GI testing and get it where it's affordable for the patients. As far as the elimination diet, I think that's a good thing. Um, I may not be committed enough to do that. Wheat is the worst thing you could possibly, and maybe not the worst, one of the most common bad things to put in your body. And the gluten sensitivity, you know, wheat has four to 40 times more gluten than it did just a few decades ago, and people say, why? I think wheat is genetically modified, although that's a controversial subject. Uh, but when you feed wheat, the NPK, the normal uh, fertilizer, that it, it causes it to grow much too quickly. And the wheat plant says, okay, I have all this energy. I'm going to turn it into protein. And, you know, if you think about it, protein may be good, but no, the protein that wheat and many other plants puts down is gluten. So that's why there's 40 to 40 times more gluten in wheat than there was just a few decades ago. So there's even research that says wheat can cause schizophrenia because of what it does. I think that's the source of a lot of our mental problems. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I read a lot of research. Yeah, it's, it seems like it. You, I mean, you're able to uh, kind of help us with some of the cutting edge stuff that's coming through. Um, so as far as, you know, things that people might not be aware of that, um, uh, you know, when they come to you and, and you kind of help them with their, with their healing process, you know, we've had a lot of guests on the show and, um, maybe give us like the top five things that, um, that people that you work with, um, didn't know until they came to you. Um, most people are not aware of the environmental toxins and that's why I recommend uh, they're not aware of the connection to whatever they have. Most people have lost their weight, and they're not aware that they can. I think we have to deal with people on a spiritual level. You cut out a little bit on that last piece. Was it the emotional and spiritual piece that you were mentioning? Yeah, I think that's very important to address that. And there are supplements that make. Neurotransmitters, mm-hmm. and that starts in the GI tract. So once you get that, and you get the proper B vitamins, it can cross the blood-brain barriers. And people they come in time crying and say, "I don't know what he gave me a sample of piece of God in a bottle." And there is hope; you can get well. Mm-hmm. And people ask me this all the time, right? They come in and they, they, we all come at different stages of um, uh, the healing journey. And they always want me to tell them, well, how long is it going to be before I get better? Um, <laughs> what have you seen? Um, you know, what's, what's kind of the average length of time before people are actually, you know, living a vibrant life full of energy and be able to do whatever they want to do? You know, I think most people uh, begin to notice differences within three weeks, and then they're sure they're on the right road in three months. 
months. And I think it takes about nine months to a year of very uh, concentrated effort to peak out and get as good as you're going to get. Does that kind of parallel your experiences? Yeah. Concentrated effort, I think, is the key. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I think if people, um, you know, maybe fall off the wagon or need some additional support, it can take a little bit longer than that. Well, you know, we, we all have our fears and doubts, uh, but so it's the faith and, and the positive expectations. Have you noticed in your patients the ones that expect something good, get more of it, and they actually create it? Mm-hmm. I tell people, read the book, The Biology of Belief. So if you believe it, you actually create it. And there's a lot of other books to that effect. Uh, you know, I had this lady come in one time. She'd already had breast cancer and a mastectomy, and, and she looked a little rough, not as healthy as she should look at her age and her 50s. And she was bleeding vaginally. And now she had done the proper thing. She had seen the gynecologist, which was very appropriate. And I said, well, it's the environmental toxins that mimic estrogen. And we need to do this and this and this. And I explained the importance of the liver and the detoxification of the estrogens that help create cancer that she'd already had. But she was bleeding vaginally for many, many years. And I put her on some things like DIM and endol 3 carbonyl and, and calcium deglucurate. And uh, she said, how long will it take? I said, eh, probably six months. And she came back in three days. And she said, I've quit bleeding. I'm healed. I said, no, that's a fluke. She said, I told you I was healed. But it was her faith that brought that about. And she has never bled since then. And she will do anything I tell her to do. She says, you fixed me. But she doesn't understand it was her expectations. And they were positive. You create your life. And and that's by making better choices. And that's why I love doing what I'm doing. It, It I can help people make better choices and, and more hope-filled choices. And I know you you share the same experiences, how good it makes you feel to, to have someone have a success story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I think that's a perfect way for us to kind of wrap up with, you know, you've had so many um you know, years of experience and uh, seen a variety of people and uh, you see people, all over the, the U.S. and even internationally. So, you know, if people are interested in learning more about what you do or if they feel like you can help them, how do they get a hold of you? Well, you go to our website. It's greenwisdomhealth.com. Uh, you can fill out a health survey. It, uh, it comes to me. Janet and I share an email, so we have no secrets. I'm usually the one that calls the people and, it's really funny. People email Janet, you know, when they want to get in touch with me. And I tell them, Janet's the, the one that's the busiest. You know, like I said earlier, behind every successful man, it's a very brilliant and tired woman. Uh, she's actually literally as busier than me. So I try to give the personal attention. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, if she's letting me do this, she could contribute just as much as me and probably say it in a better way. You know, green wisdom health and kind of put on a health survey what you want, and, uh, what kind of problem you're having, and I'll give you a call. And, you know, we can order lab in 47 different states, so it's pretty wide range. We 
we've had people like in Barcelona, Spain, that uh, he, he had to uh, translate uh, into English. Uh, uh, one guy goes to Poland and gets his lab, uh, and he has to translate. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, Dr. Stephen, I so appreciate you coming on the show and kind of sharing um, your pearls of wisdom from your years of experience. And um, I hope the listeners get some value out of our conversation today. And um, I look forward to chatting with you more in the future. Oh, that would be fine. I've enjoyed it. You're just awesome. You're very comfortable. So uh, I know anybody that sees you is very good hands. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed this show. All the links and resources mentioned today are in the show notes at dranne.com and Anne is spelled A-N-H as in healthy. While you're there, remember to jump on the Food as Medicine VIP email list and you'll get my free gift, the clean eating rules. It's everything I learned about nutrition when I was on my bodybuilding journey and it's my number one guide for how to eat to lose weight, improve your bowel metrics and get more energy. You'll also get my favorite pearls from the show And this show can be a bit technical and detail-oriented at times when the guests share their specific protocols with foods to eat and avoid, as well as which supplements to incorporate, etc. And if you're anything like me, you're probably listening to this while driving, cooking, at the gym, or doing some errands around the house, and you really can't be jotting down notes of all the great information that's shared in the episode. So I've taken the notes for you. And by hopping on my email list, you'll get the show pearls delivered right to your inbox so you can refer back to them at any time. Finally, as a VIP email subscriber, you'll get the occasional love letters from me, which are emails sharing some of my favorite recipes and products, upcoming events, new information I've learned, and other goodies. So go to DrAnn.com now and enter your email address. Did you like this episode? Then remember to subscribe to the show using whatever app you listen to the podcast on. Every time an episode is released, it will be automatically downloaded to your smartphone and will be there for you to listen to. And this means that you don't have to manually search for the show to see if a new episode has been released. And this also means that uh, if there's any problems with the iTunes store updating, which happens occasionally, then the um, iTunes store will take 24 hours to publish the episode. And so if you're waiting for an episode you'll, and you're searching for it, you won't see it even though it's been available for 24 hours. So it's just one touch of a button on any app, um, any podcast app that you're listening to, and you won't miss a single episode. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Now, we've got plenty of great guests coming up, so stay tuned. Thanks so much for stopping by, and until next time, remember to eat consciously because the world needs a healthy and vibrant you.